Well, hello, spiritual seekers. Welcome to yet another episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. And hey, this is the first time that I am doing a video conference call online. And this is slightly scary for me, but that's okay. This is how we learn new things. And my guest today is Andy Grant from the podcast Real Men Feel. And I, I saw his podcast uh, couple of times and then I was like, oh, it's like I got to contact this guy because I think he's doing something that's really fantastic. And I think it's really related to the hero's journey overall. And so I wanted to get an idea of who Andy was as a person. I want him to talk about his podcast, but I also want him, I, I want to talk about him. I want to know, you know, how did he get to where he is? And that is the personal spiritual journeys part of Think Spiritual Podcast that I don't do too many of because... <laughs> I like to find really interesting people that, uh, that to, to fill those spaces in, so or people that I just know in general. But anyway, Andy, thank you for being on here. Say hello. It's my there. pleasure. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, no, it, it's a blast to be here. Yeah, we've uh, you had posted some comments on some of my previous shows, so I was, I was glad to able to uh, connect and uh, and appear here with you. Great. No, thank you very much. So. Uh, but what really, it was the title of your podcast that really got my attention, I, I think, and that, that real men feel, we're just going to go deep into this at the moment. <laughs> so I actually, normally I would get people to talk about their podcast or what their, uh, what their, what their spiritual job is, shall we say, or anything. Normally I do that at the end with you. I just, I think I just want you to talk about that. Tell us about your podcast first and how, uh, maybe we'll get into how it got started a little later but just tell us what it is and what you're trying to do. Cool. So yeah, the goal of Real Men Feel is to encourage men to allow for and express all of their emotions. Um, a lot of guys have been taught that they shouldn't be emotional at all or that only you know anger is the only thing you're allowed to feel yeah. or whatever it might be. So the, the point of the show is never I'm never out to tell someone how to feel, just encourage them that they can feel. Like, exactly. You know, you know, I think as men, we're often, we, we're taught that we're not quite human. Like, like emotions are for women. We're just supposed to be stoic and macho and tough guys. And, you know, I, I was asked to give a presentation about masculinity and, you know, I, I grew up and, you know, I, I was a sensitive kid and um, I was really empathic and emotional. I was raised by a mom and uh, only by a single mom. And so all these things that made me think, Oh, maybe I'm not quite a man. I'm not manly enough. And so as I was playing with this presentation, I was just running through different ideas of, well, what if real men this and real men that? And like, what if real men felt? What if, what if, <laughs> uh, you know, that that our toughness was, uh, you know, raised by how many emotions we were brave enough to show in public and things like that? So that that's where it comes from. And, and again, the goal I have uh, similar to to your guess, it seems I have, you know, we talk about spirituality and growth, but also depression and suicide and sexual abuse and just. We really run the gamut, but uh, just to, just to find interesting people out there, give them a place to share their story. Um, but again, it's to remind men that we're actually human beings. We have these things called emotions, and when yes. we let them flow, they're actually good for us. Right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. And when it comes to uh, what's become my passion about the hero's journey, which wasn't even the intention of this podcast when I started it, and it yeah. became the primary focus, but the hero's journey when you get to uh, that step seven of Joseph Campbell's iteration of the hero's journey, that meeting with the goddess, that is a man connecting with his emotions. That's mm. what that is. That's that, that entire first seven steps for a man is to connect with their emotions. 
And now, I mean, for women, that's becoming, they have to reconnect with their emotions. That's, mm. that's what a lot of like a, a lot of the modern stories are coming to and that women are having to revive that femininity in them. So it's, a yeah, it's, it's the masculine coming to terms with his feminine and becoming one with that. And so I, that was like the first, my first thought when I saw the title of your podcast, it literally was that it's just like, this is the hero's journey. This is what he's talking about. And he, yeah, it's great. Like, uh, you know, I think all story, everyone tell it, be not, not just storytelling for, but people telling their story, you know, it is the hero's journey. We were all yes. heroes in our journey of our life. And yes. it, that's inherently spiritual. And if, even if we whoop, I want to say waste. If we spend our whole life denying it all, and then our last breath, we're like, "Oh wait, I could have been so much more!" Like, bang, you, you know. And, all and the other steps, it's too you know. late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At that so, point, yeah. So ideally, we wake guys up sooner, and and ideally, like you know, uh, my path um, to discovering I was more than just this meat suit uh, was you know around depression and suicide and suicide attempts, and you know, I, I share that story to help. Other guys realize you don't have to go that far. You don't have to be in this super dark place to realize you're capable. No, of more than right? People. Yeah, and that's something you. It's something I've noticed. You talk about a fair bit. You're 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 comfortable talking about the uncomfortable. It seems like. Yeah, and and that's not always the case. It, it's come with practice. It's yeah. come with discover. Really discovering every time I share myself openly, authentically. I get positive things back to me. And it took a lot of time to realize that was true. And, you know, I, before I made my first video ever, I was like, Oh, I just got to, you know, the, the worst things growing up when I was a kid, Oh, you're fag, you're gay. Yeah, you're a little girl. Don't cry, all that. I was like, Oh, I just imagined the internet strewn with comments and trolls coming after me for yeah. daring to share yeah. how I felt. Um, yeah. But it's just always been the opposite. I, uh, well, that's good. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Cause it definitely can be, it definitely can be the negative for sure. But, uh, but I guess, I, I mean, that's, I suppose the downside of sharing the uh, uncomfortable too, is that it's not the most popular place to be either, right? Like it's, yeah. it, it, I mean, you definitely find that. And I guess that's the thing you hope you find the people that need that message or need to share their own pain as well for that matter. So it's, yeah. One of my books um, is called still here, how to succeed at life after failing at suicide. And it became number one on Amazon in the suicide book category. I'm like, wow. well, I, I wish that category didn't exist, but I guess it's good that I'm succeeding in it. Right. You know? but, <laughs> so it is. It's uh, you know, I, you know, I, I, I struggled for a long time when, from going public to 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 becoming a coach and really talking and helping people with their deepest darkest points, of, you know, can can I can I own my pain and my journey and serve people or would working in this kind of keep me in the pain? And it, it was really a delicate dance of, you know, can I, can I overshare? And, you know, you know, there are, um, I've made videos of myself where I'm just, I'm bawling and I'm just, yeah. I don't even watch it. And I've just come, all right, I, this, this came out of me. I know it'll help someone. And I post it to YouTube and I don't look at it again. Right. But again, yeah. that was not the first thing out of the bag for me. It, it came with years of experience and tr learning yeah. to trust that, that, um, you know, none of we're unique, but we're not so unique that, yeah. you know, anything, any, any of man is going through something, countless other men have gone through it, are going through it, will go through it. Yes. So I just find any, any, any individual expression can help others as well as ourselves. I always feel some relief after you know, sharing yes. whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I found that with my own podcast. It's like, it, it's, it's become talking about the hero's journey has become its own journey for, for me. 
and then going through. Uh, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, for a moment here, I'm going to make this about me. I'm going to share with you something I did yesterday. So uh, I had posted a bit on Facebook about this, but uh, I'll put it on video here and on the podcast. Is so I, I I I used to be an evangelical Christian, and I came out of that faith uh, well over 20, 12 years ago now. Uh, but so right now I kind of fund this podcast and things by buying and selling music gear, used music gear and things like that. And so I contacted an online seller the other day and he's just like, yeah, he's like, you can come pick it up. And I had to go pick it up at my old church that I haven't been to in 20 years. And I almost didn't go. It was like, really, it brought up like a lot of pain. It, I believe that pain stays with us. It doesn't go anywhere. Like we, we, we just, we become strong enough to carry it basically. And so, but so I almost didn't go, but then yesterday it's like, I actually went, I went to the old church and it was hard. I had to keep telling myself, there's nothing in there that can hurt me. There's nothing in there that can hurt you, Mark, nothing in there that can hurt you. And so I walked in and the whole place was completely different. Like I didn't even recognize it. Right. And it was totally different. I just went, so it's like all those memories. So that place in my memory doesn't exist anymore. And then I'm looking at it. It's like, it's different. I'm different. It's like, okay. It's like the, the journey has come to fruition and once in that regard. Right. And it's just, but that's like the feelings that you're talking about though. It's like getting to the point where it's like, I'm okay. Acknowledging those feelings as I'm going through and I'm having to tell myself, so, I mean, and that's what you are trying to do. That's what the hurt hero's journey is all about. And it's, and if you can help men with your podcast, get to that kind of point that you and I have gotten to, right? It's like, that's, that's a fantastic place to, to be and a fantastic thing to do. So yeah, much, much like you in that space, like when, when we get to the point where we're willing to feel whatever shows up the moment it's showing up. Yeah. That's when we're really living in the moment we're present. And because until you do that, you know, you, you could have walked into a challenging situation and be feeling the anger and hurt and shame of like 9,000 other incidents, not the one they're in front of. Yeah. So when we're willing to, you know, the, we call it the dark night of the soul in the hero's journey, you know, but when you, we all carry so much pain, you know, human beings and especially men, especially today, we, we carry these masks and it's easier to just believe everyone's mask. You know, how you doing? Okay, great. Not going to ask anything deeper. The, the, the end. You know, fine. Doing great. Nice to see you. Goodbye. End of the day. And and just it's it's fake. And eventually, our pain, our shame, our guilt, our fears, our doubts, it all shows up. And if if we don't control how we express it, it shows up in sideways. It shows up in self-destructive ways. It shows up in self-abuse. It shows up in abuse against the people that we love. Um, so oh, yeah. kudos oh, yeah. to you for, to, cause so you recognized, Oh, I don't want to go there. I'm afraid that, that you know, who am, am I still, who I was then is the place going to be what it was then. Yeah. Um, and I'm just really fascinated. I, I was not raised with any sort of religion. So discovering spirituality helped me a lot, but I often, you know, the difference, well, what's, what's religion versus spirituality. And for you to be a very spiritual person, yet afraid to go to your old, organized yeah. religion um house of worship is i, I find that fascinating fascinating it, it, i mean it was it, it was quite the experience but um so i'm going to turn this back to you and say okay we've broached the subject of spirituality so let's start with my standard questions which 
All I gave you was the first. So, well, <laughs> let this be known about Andy. He is comfortable with the uncomfortable. So he was okay with not hearing my list of questions before this podcast. So he doesn't know what's coming to him, even though there's nothing really. <laughs> I'm not going to hit you too hard. But, you know, All right, good. Thank you. These are pretty. These are pretty gentle, I think, for the most part. But the first question he did know, I did tell him that one because I like people to think about this first question. What does the term spiritual mean to you, Andy? So to me, spiritual means being aware that I'm not just this meat suit. I, I'm not a collection of chemicals. I'm, I'm not just a physical being. Spiritual, being spiritual, spirituality is, is knowing that there's something beyond this thing called Andy today um, mm. and that it connects us. It's unifying. It's, you know, it's the force, you know, however, yeah. whatever other term you want to put it, but just that there's more. Yep. And uh, again, that was uh, something I needed to know that there was more. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I totally understand that. Yeah. So do you have at this point, do you have a particular practice uh, or any religion that you follow at this time? So I, I definitely have, I have practices and rituals, um, yeah. things from, from gratitude journaling to meditation. Um, I'm not part of any organized religion. And again, never was, um, yeah. but I was always in it. Like I took lots of religious classes in college and, you know, went to houses of worship and, I happen to live near a Unitarian church that people raved about. So ah, I went there yeah. and I'm like, and I didn't know, like, all right, tell me how to live. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm battling depression, Unitarian <laughs> minister, tell me how to live. Well, that's not what we do. I'm like, oh, gee. You know? so <laughs> when I was finally like, ready, someone tell me how to live my life. And they're like, no, that's not how we play. <laughs> yeah. You still have to figure out your own path. That's, yeah. that's the ultimate truth of living regardless of what you, what somebody's telling you. <laughs> And actually, I, I got I to gotta change that a little bit. Um, I, for, for, for one year, I was part of an organized religion. Okay. And uh, it, it was Scientology. Ah. So that, that'll t that's kind of how desperate I was at different points for some guidance and support. But uh, yeah, I, did, it, I didn't even make it a year. But You were I was just a, wanting, wanting to try everything. Yeah, and I was willing to try everything. And, you know, um, they have a good story to pull in people that are in pain and, you know, make yeah. you feel better. But yeah, thousands and thousands of dollars later, um, it's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, I'm going to assume that there was a major life event or something or some sort of experience that changed your worldview, that, that you were living one way and you decided that's not working, I got to go this way. So what was that event or that experience for you? Yeah. So the, the multiple, um, the biggest, biggest, so I was, I, I had suicidal thoughts and depressive thoughts from, from a really young age. And, and I, I remember thinking that, you know, I'm going to kill myself, uh, in elementary school. Wow. Grow, my dad was always wow. saying, you know, high school is the best years of your life. And I'm like, well, then why bother to go beyond that? So, right. you know, at like eight and 10, I'm thinking, you know, well, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll give this till I'm 18 and, you know, and, and check out. Wow. But, uh, so I had a very dim view of the world i yeah. i really i thought life sucks then you die and it's some because of circumstances which i i didn't even recall at different ages but uh, you know my uh my parents divorced so young so early that i don't remember us as a family um when my dad left the house i started getting molested by a neighbor so i really as a young man as a young boy i really thought that the world isn't safe and no right. one can protect me yeah um 
So it was, uh, I, I grew up with a lot of fear and that it just not feeling safe. So there were multiple suicide attempts through junior high school, through high school. And I, I think it was after, I think it was after like my fifth, I'll call it serious attempt. They're, they're, they're all serious. Yeah. But yeah. My, my I, fifth I, attempt I that I really saying. thought something's going to happen. Like I, this is it. I want, I believe I want to die. Yeah. And the fifth time and I, I, nothing happens. I, you know, I get through it and like, this isn't working, you know, and I could, you know, there must be this gut, there's something is keeping me here. So that's right. what first started me to crack open to the possibility that there was something beyond me. All right. You know, there's got to be a better way to navigate life. I'm not good at ending it. I'm not good at the way I've been living it. So there must be more. And that really began my quest of, of finding that more. Like, what is this, this spark? What, what, what is, what is the fate? What is the divinity? What, you know, what is the guy in the sky? What's keeping me here? Right. Wow. And, <laughs> so that's what started. And that was, so I think that was, mm, I was like aged, I was about 20 years old wow. when I finally decided, all right, what, what if, what if all the energy I put in ending my life was put into bettering my life? And that was just a, wow. So like just pulling yourself up with from your, you know, as they say, doing the impossible and lifting yourself up with your own bootstraps sort of thing almost. Right? Yeah. But again, like I had, you know, people loved me. My mom was yeah. great. I, I had friends and that's why yeah. people like I was, uh, you weren't in, alone. In yeah. And like in high school, I was like ranked midway through senior year. I was ranked third in my class. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? I'm like, I don't. And I tried, I tried to flunk. I didn't want to, I was scared of graduating. You know? Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So, uh, but I, yeah, I had a lot of support. So it wasn't just some solo thing and it definitely wasn't, I just flipped the switch and from that point on, I was happy. It just started. All right, let's, let's dig in. What, what else is out there? So this has been quite the long-term journey for you then. Yeah. And that's, you know, part of the, the journey doesn't end, right? It, right. it ends when we're done. And that's yeah. been challenging, even yeah. as I, as I find new practices and new depths of spirituality and, and have some, you know, really awakening moments and having these just phenomenal experiences that I wouldn't have thought were, were possible. Um, and then, yeah, the, you mentioned earlier that, that you believe that the pain we have is it's always with us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought, you know, once I, I thought I would heal things and I'd never have a suicidal thought again. Like I, I, probably as someone with depressive thinking and, and, you know, I was labeled bipolar at age 12. Um, so I've always been a black and white thinker. Yeah. yeah. Everything's awesome and I'm healed or everything sucks. So I should be dead. And then <laughs> life is in between there. And then, and sometimes I get stuck on either ends of those. Right? Yeah. That sounds like my life in Christianity was that way. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm saved. I'm renewed. I'm uh, life sucks. And I might as well just <laughs> yeah. like, what's the point? Right. Yeah. It's just, but, but the beauty of it, like I was like, you know, life is a roller coaster. And our emotions yeah. go up and down. And, yeah. but the ideal is I, I used to think happy people were just flat, happy, just ecstatic all the time. And they like, they're like Ned Flanders, yeah. just always <laughs> on, you know, and I thought they were crazy. I thought, you know, the real, the truth of life is down here where everything stinks and you hate yourself. That's living, yeah. but we're all going to, we're all going to have ups and downs, but yes. my, my downs now are higher than my old peaks. And that's really, uh, yeah. right. So I, ideally my emotional life, uh, the highs and lows of life are kind of always going up with trend, like like you want in the stock market. Yeah. Right? Even this week's low is better than you ever felt, you know, years before. Right. Yeah. Right? And I guess like, you kind of want to make those dips and valleys like kind of like get closer together so they're not quite so extreme. So it's like you still experience the dips and valleys, but like they're not like overwhelming you every single time, right? Sort of thing too. So it's Yeah, some people might want that. Might want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I suppose there is a, there's some like I'm lately I've been dealing with how to how to release old you know identities that I'm still attached to, okay. and that might be one of them that I'm like oh no life is the up and the down I've got to have I'm like oh wait can I you know so that's why I recognize that that wow I might be attached to that I might think that's the way to live interesting I, I, I love roller coasters I yeah, love adventure yeah, yeah. traveling yeah. and yeah so I'm like hmm can I can I enjoy those aspects of fun, yeah. but have the emotional uh, level of myself smooth out? And, yeah. Well, it's it, those super high peaks, like they, they are, they're addicting, right? The, those super high times. And I suppose even the super lows in one sense, they can be as yeah. well. Yeah. Like that's, I, I, you know, I, I, for a long time, I discovered like I, I was addicted to the chemical soup I was making with my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really and, and I think we all can be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, actually, what you said there about identify, yeah, because you can identify. It's like I am this person when I'm here, and I am this person when I'm here. Yeah. But you're you're the same person still, right? Like you yeah. you you are you're still you at the core, and it's just like okay, how do I balance this out? I guess is really yeah. when when I was younger, I didn't I didn't think I had depression. I didn't think I sometimes had suicidal thoughts. I thought I was that. Ah, so, right. So okay. I had to really. And yeah. even now when I think, I think, oh, I've healed that. And yep, I can tell my stories, my story, but I'll still meet people that go, you still seem really attached to that. I'm like, really? Am I I'm like, hmm. So a thing that's helped me on my journey is being, being willing to be wrong and yes. actually being like, yes. oh, life doesn't suck. And then you die. Awesome. Let, what yeah. else, what else did I mistakenly believe for a long time? Yeah. So the best heroes are teachable. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that that is that is what we see in all mythology. Basically, it's like the very best ones are the ones that go, "Oh, I think I was wrong about that," <laughs> or yeah. "That's not the best way to live." So it's yeah, yeah. And for a long time, I it was more important to me to be right than to be happy. But now, I'm like, oh, I'll take uh, happy any day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, how did that all lead up to what you're doing now with your podcast exactly? Hmm. So I, I discovered energy work and coaching. I learned all these different tools to, to, to literally save my life. And they worked. And I became, you know, I, geez, I love life and I know life loves me. And I was, kind of wanted to take that out to the world. Um, so for a long time, I had mostly female clients. Yeah. And all these women would say, I want to meet a guy like you. How come I can't find guys like you? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why don't, and why, where are these guys that should be like me? So I really, you know, the, the big secret behind Real Men Feel is that, you know, we're all human beings and we feel a lot of the same things. Yes, um, so, but, but I find that men need to be called out. Like men need, you know, if you, no one just so deodorant, no, we need it deodorant for men, right? So <laughs> it's a podcast for men and here, here are feelings for men to have. And here's a place where a man can show up and talk. And, you know, I, I've had different um, guests to come on and, and some people have told me that this is such a great outlet for the sensitive men. I'm like, oh, thanks. And I almost take, like, well, take I'm like, I, I take like offense. I'm like, man, I still feel those old pins. Like, don't call me sensitive. Don't call me a nice guy. I don't want to finish that. Like, yeah. No, this, uh, yeah. Come on. This is the angry show today. Come on. But, uh, but we, we all, we all are allowed and have all that mix of emotion. Yes. And, and that's, that's the key. So uh, yeah, we'll have shows where I'm just like ecstatic and happy and talking about vacations and fun. And there are shows, um, like I've made a couple of shows just from the depths where I'm like, Oh, can I, what if I, can I talk, you know, feeling this low, feeling like I just want to be dead. Can I speak? And can I share something that helps anybody? And I've done that too. Yeah. Um, 
but I just keep finding time and time again, I and mean, you with the podcast and music and all of our creative expression helps us as individuals because we're yes. creative beings yeah. and it helps other people to see that, to experience your creation, to see you in the process of creation, um, to, you know, to go on a podcast and, and not be perfect and scripted, you know, life is messy, but it doesn't mean life sucks. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. No, it, there's so much beauty in the messiness yeah. that it's, it, we, we miss out. We, we miss out on things when we just kind of flatten ourselves out and just decide that it's just like, Oh, I got to push those feelings down or just gotta, you know, I just got to buck up and just, you know, make sure I do my best at work today. And, you know, whether I'm happy or not, well, you know, got to leave all that stuff at home. And it's just like, no, yeah. it's like, come on, there, there's more to living. I, I mean, living is about the experience of it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. how do you experience of it when you're cutting half of yourself off? Yeah, right. And and I think I think a lot of men are cutting a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I mean, women are being forced to do the same thing nowadays. It's it's like you're. It was funny when you said like the deodorant for men thing. It's like I thought of well, yeah, the deodorant for women. It's like the society is just trying to divide us basically yeah. into the two yeah. parts. It's like they don't they don't want us to be whole kind of thing so it's <laughs> yeah imagine imagine that there's like a line of you know stuff like whole being deodorant and whole being, you know? <laughs> oh, oh but, i think you just got a million dollar idea there <laughs> <laughs> yeah let all of you smell good <laughs> but, but yeah and and again we're 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 all masculine and feminine like it we're we're people it's it's not just that there are some thoughts and some uh expressions and some emotions that are for men and some are for women you know, there yeah. are some that are society allows us more freedom in some another and people can be taught differently. And, yeah, you know, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you get scolded, you're told don't cry. But then, you know, women are told, you know, don't act up, don't be a bitch, don't be loud. It's every, and and my wife, she often got, you know, hey, stop crying, you know, so it, it's there's a lot of different stereotypes, but all of them have happened to everybody. Yeah. Every, every, I, I have yet to meet a human being that cannot recall being told not to feel something at some point in their life. Yes. Yep. Yeah. No, pretty much. That's, uh, I think I, I, I feel like I got that lesson in the, in the churches that I attended was it's just like, and, and you just get it through. You don't even have to be told it. You just mm -hmm. get it through osmosis that it's like, Oh, this is the way I'm supposed to be. And I'm supposed to act because this is what everybody's doing. So, so everybody just act like everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Don't make yep. anybody, don't do anything that's uncomfortable for anybody. Yeah. And you know, uh, one of the things that, that I found for myself is the importance of being selfish. Yes. And, and yeah. you, uh, you know, us, any individual wanting to be alive and enjoy like that spreads and that's a better thing to spread than fake it till you make it or yeah. put on the mask and go to the, go to the job, go to the relationship, whatever it is that, and you just pretend you like it. You're just, you know, a, a society of people tolerating their lives versus a society of people like embracing and and putting themselves first, um, not in the sense of taking from others, but just making their emotions matter, making their choices, their happiness, their zest of life, making that matter, I believe helps everybody around you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> I talk, I'll, I'll ask you that question at the end. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, <laughs> so, 
with so one thing I didn't ask that I sometimes start off asking people, but I asked you about your podcast instead. And I'll tie this into the next question here is, is what do you do when you're not working on, say, your spiritual life? What do you do for fun? Or what do you find spiritual that renews you and helps you along? Like it's, Hmm. what do you do when you're not working? (laughs) Yeah. So, so education, learning has always been something I'm I'm into. I'm, I'm often in different classes and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an initiate in the modern mystery school and that has lots of different classes and I travel different places and go into weekend programs and things like that. Um, I love travel a- adventure early this year. I spent a week in Israel and a week in Jordan. Oh, wow. Uh, in June, I'm going to Tanzania to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. So wow, yeah, good for I, you. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the kind of, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, yeah, I like adventure. I like life. I, I consider myself a citizen of the planet as opposed to just a country. And I really like to see as much of it that I can. Nice. Nice. So do you consider that spiritual in a sense then like connecting with the rest of the planet, shall we say in that regard? Or? Yeah. And so in a sense, as you say it, everything is spiritual because yeah. as a spiritual being, whatever I do is therefore spiritual aspect, but it's not, yeah. it's, it's not the, I like, um, I'm going to go to Alaska for a spiritual experience, but yeah, it'll happen. And I I believe that our souls want to expand and grow. So every time we do something new that we, there, there's, there's an excitement, there's a zest in life for that. Gotcha. Okay. But it could be, you know, it could be a new restaurant in town. Doesn't, I don't, it doesn't have to be a big expensive gallivant around the globe. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It can be, it can be the smaller thing of experience, experiencing a a new trail in town that you've never Mm. been on before or something like that. And you go, oh, this is beautiful in here or something to that extent. So it's. And, and, and getting out nature, animals um, have helped me a lot and have helped anyone I've ever talked to about that. But yeah, uh, our sense of spirit. I'll say, I'll let me own this. My sense of spirit felt very dulled when I lived in a gray cubicle for 40 hours plus a week versus, yes. you know, going out and making myself go for a walk or, and, you know, playing with my dog and, and, and just doing that. So yes. you know, sunlight, moonlight, fresh air um, are all simple ways, simple things to do that, that can be very spiritual. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, this is this is a totally off the top of my head question, and so this this is kind of the cool thing about doing this the uncomfortable way <laughs> and, and not not sticking to the script or anything like that. So, but so so you have those experiences and you feel very much alive and you feel very much connected, and yet, like you said, those other deeper and darker feelings they don't go away, right? The, the the other the other parts of yourself that you feel they're still there and uh, unfortunately yes um and this is something i i when i when i speak about um having survived suicide attempts uh, i'll i i tell this to people all the time that if you've ever really considered that it's never gone for good like that yeah. thought is always some in the head and it rises when you can be at your strongest at your weakest whatever um but but yet because i'm i expect more of me uh, I'm yeah. because I'm still judgmental when it shows up again for me, I'm like, God damn it. How, why was this here still? You know, but it's, but it, it's different levels. It's, you know, I, I feel that there's, so hmm, let me back up. 
That's okay. Yeah. People, people in my lineage, people, my ancestry, people that came before me, yeah. um, my great grandmother and my grandfather both died by their own hands. Really? Yeah. And I, I have this weird, you know, I can't, I feel it sometimes I'll meditate. I get it. I feel that there's some part of spiritual quest. Some part of the bigger purpose is that no, Andy, you're, you can feel that you're going to have it confronted and you're not doing that. And that's part of why I'm here and why, of why it doesn't always go away for me. Um, it, it's like you have to heal that past generational trauma. Yes. And I, that is something that I'm just becoming aware of recently. Wow. wow. I have to, I have to clear and heal a lot of ancestry. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm, I wasn't raised with it. Like, what does this even mean? How do I, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't think you would have learned that in any religion necessarily, unless it, unless you'd maybe been part of, uh, like, say, the Chinese or Japanese culture, maybe where ancestry is a big deal. I, I don't know if that kind of thing would have been dealt with then. But in any Western religion, I you would have never. No, that would have been like nobody would have ever talked about that or anything. Yeah. It would have been just swept under the rug. And nope, you don't have to deal with that. But yeah. it's like, you know what? Maybe you do have to deal with that. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm discovering. It's not the pain. It's not, you know, and, and, you know, as, as I'm in my, my forties and even now in my fifties and when suicidal thought, when it passes, it's like, Oh yeah, it's just that thought. I don't have to go chase it. I don't have to yeah. embrace it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that thought might be there, but, but it, there's a big difference in my experience of, Oh, I've got to do this versus, Oh man, there are those thoughts again. That's so bizarre. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a lessening of it, but it also tells me, oh yeah, there's, there's more to heal. Cause I, yeah. uh, you know, when, so I was like 21 years old when I remembered being molested at age five and I thought, ah, there it is. Now I won't have this problem again. That's like, now thing. I know. And right. it's like, oh no, no, there was, there was something else. So I, I have not, I have not healed everything within me, within my energy, within my lineage. I have not healed all that yet. Mm. Um, and maybe that's, you know, none of us have, maybe that's, you know, another aspect of the hero's journey of being alive is, you know, feeling our pain, healing the pain, helping people around us. Um, you know, once I find, again, part of being selfish is that I liked being of service. So to feel good, I have to help other people and that makes me feel good and it helps them. And, you know, all this notion of, of, I, I find that there's, there could be a selflessness in selfishness. Yeah. When, when, our, when our emotions, yeah. when our well-being, when we, when each of us puts that as a priority. Yeah. yeah. When we put our, when we put ourselves as a priority with, without stepping on yeah. somebody else, but, but actually looking for their betterment as well, yeah. then yeah, no, I to, yeah, that makes total sense to me. Yeah. So, Cause we, we are, we are all in all this together. Yes. And when, when yeah. anyone is willing to share whatever they're going through, it, it helps others. And I've, I've had people tell me like, you know, I watched, I saw one of your videos, Andy, and you were so open, and authentic. And, and I wasn't feeling anything like you were describing, but I was captivated. And you know, the, the, the mirror neurons, you know, we're, we're empathic people when we're mm. just like, wow, you can so often people ask me, you know, what do I do for a, a buddy, a, a loved one who's, who's really down? What do I do for them? Just sometimes it's just, it really is just be there. Yeah. Like let them say whatever they need to say. And you just go, okay. Like, don't, don't try to fix them. Just, just be there right. and share yeah. that humanity. Um, you know, when the, the biggest thing that I've been afraid of in telling someone what's going on for me was that they'd go, Oh my God, you're crazy and run away. You know, yeah. but just, yeah. just to, so just to stay there with someone, whatever, whatever's happening with them. Um, yeah, just, just, you don't have to say anything. Just, you know, yeah. a, a hand on someone else's hand and just like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm here. 
or yeah. even, I have no idea what to help you. I don't know what to say. I, and just say it, but, but I'm here. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening, but I'm, you know, I'm not running away. Yeah. And that's kind of, that, that that's kind of nurturing that feminine energy too, for men, mm-hmm. because, because as the masculine is to like walk in and fix everything. Right. Yeah. And yeah. to, and which is okay at certain times, at certain times, that's perfectly the right answer. But when it comes to other people, it's like, yeah, we do need to be more empathic, more uh, sensitive and, and hear what somebody is saying without trying to, you know, fix the problems for them because we can't, right. I mean, all we can deal with is ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. All all healing is self-healing. Uh, and and something uh, just say like oh let me fix it let me fix it. well you know what if they're not broken yeah <laughs> you know what if you know what if what if the shit what if crawling in the muck what if feeling horrible is just part of your journey yeah if you try to yeah and again you can people can get this from overparenting right if if i if i somehow keep you from ever getting as low as you're meant to get you will never discover your gifts and your lessons mm, yeah it's like the the say like the saying of you know helping the butterfly out of the cocoon and you weaken it right like the, right. so it's yeah and that's uh i i've said it often too maybe you know what if you're not broken what if you're just not done yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so it's, it's a question it's these kind of questions that i've been asking a lot in the, in my podcast i know yours is i i know you're asking a lot of the same things too so I'm going to, I'm going to segue that into, there must be, uh, what, what benefit do you hope to derive from all of this, from, from your chosen spiritual path, shall we say, and from helping others and from doing this podcast and, and maybe it just comes down to the self healing. <laughs> maybe it just comes out of that, but is there, is there more than that? Hmm. That's, that's a great question. So th- there's always more because, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm much more willing to be in the moment than I was growing up and, 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 as, and younger that I, there's a sense of faith now that I, I, I didn't certainly didn't have. And there's a sense mm-hmm. of knowing everything's all right, even, you know, like, being, uh, again, being okay with the uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you say, yeah, yeah. I'm like, good God. Like I, I'm actually someone like, you know, I can actually, I used to f- just fear change so much and yeah. be in so much resistance. Now I'm like, you know, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but yeah. I, I have this sense of faith. I have this sense of, of purpose. Um, you know, when I first started, I was like, you know, if, if, if all the shit I went through and I somehow share it with others and it keeps one person from making that horrible choice to end their own life due to emotional pain, great. And, and I got that feedback, like within weeks of my first doing anything public, I was like, all right, I got to up my goal. And, but, but yeah, so I, 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 again, personally, selfishly, I want to be in a place where I just love life so much that I don't want to end anything prematurely. And by sharing that, I hope that's what spreads. Wow. I, wow, that's, that's a really great goal, actually, just to be, just to, ex, sorry, to experience as much happiness, basically, uh, get to the best place that you can be, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. To, to be fully myself, fully present. Life is, is, life is so joyous that when it's challenged, it's going to be, there's got to be challenges, yes. but there's just like, ah, it's just up that issue. Here's this one yeah. circumstance. But the, the fuel, how I know everything's going well is that I, again, I look forward to getting up in the morning and 
you know, through the course of my life, I've, I've become a morning person. I'm like, hey, I'm up before alarm clocks. Like, wow, I didn't know this was possible. I, you know, I'm, I've become one of those people I thought were fake and I hated because they're always smiling. You know, so, you know, we, we all have the ability to grow and transform. And, yes. Yes. you know, it, it's, it's not done until it's done. Yes. No, that's very, very true. <laughs> so who has influenced you on this spiritual journey of yours? Ooh. Wow. Are, are, are there are there some that that you would recommend to others, and some that that are just like, shall we say, like so personal that it's like, no, I want them for me or something. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, no, they, they, there's nothing like that. Yeah. Um, I love love it all be shared. Um, you know, yeah. Wayne Dyer was one of the first oh, okay um, yeah. gurus I loved and read, and I, I I got to meet Louise Hay a few times and tell her how her her book You Can Heal Your Life, um, transformative for me. Okay, I've heard, yeah, I've heard, I recognize the name, but I don't, yeah, I haven't read it or anything, but it's okay, yeah. She, so she, she's, she's passed away. Well, they both passed away now. Um, that's but, right, but those yeah. were kind of the first two people. Um, I remember when I first got into first read The Secret, um, okay, like 2006, and it was the first place I read anywhere that you know, you with your thoughts can change how you feel. I was like, what. No, I was told I have like messed up chemicals and, and my emotions control everything. I'm like, wait, my, I can start. And I would do thought pivoting from Abraham Hicks. Um, uh -huh. Just when I felt down, like, all right, I feel down. I don't like this, but I'm focusing on it. And that's what's making me stay here. What if I focus on going out to have a Sunday? Oh, that feels better. And just playing with that and just seeing I'm in much more control than I realized. Mm, yeah. And there's, there's a, again, let me try to own this. Yeah. I was afraid of responsibility. I thought responsibility meant blame. Mm -hmm. But I've come to realize, no, when we take responsibility for our lives, take responsibility for our feelings and our creations, that's empowerment. Yes. Right? It actually, so it actually takes the blame. It, it, it's not about, blame is a bad word. Like, yeah. like really. So it's, but, and responsibility is like, okay, yeah, I, I, I did that terrible thing. But, you know, okay, I, I have to move on from that. Okay, I own that thing. I did that. And let's move on. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not about constantly beating yourself over the head with that thing and yeah. saying that you're an awful person and such. Right. Yeah, it's not right. It's not none of none of none of our growth and learning should become more bats to abuse ourselves with. No, <laughs> no. Well, because I mean, Every every human being is actually is like the violence we we submit upon ourselves is infinitely greater, shall we say, than all the external violence that's out there. If you take every human being and, and the violence we inflict upon ourselves, like making a wonder that the world is the way it is, right? It's yeah. when you take that and then you externalize it. So when you take that responsibility and go, oh, and then you're not you're not putting it back out there onto others as well yeah that's yeah yeah we gotta you know take ownership and that's yeah ownership as opposed to blame yeah that's really yeah it. that's yeah no it's the even yeah even just the language helps hey just, yeah. just those better words yeah and saying yeah it's like okay yeah then they're you're right they are empowerment words responsibility empowers me ownership empowers me it's like okay so it's like, if I am responsible then for my feelings and for what I do and for how I act and for the effects I display on the world around me, well, then this is going to go right into my, basically my final question. So my tagline for my podcast is change yourself, change your world. 
And that is the ultimate responsibility then. I am responsible for myself. Andy, you are responsible for yourself. And you've taken that responsibility. I've listened to what you've said here today, and it's like, you have taken that responsibility. You have transformed yourself. And now you're taking what you have learned and you're putting it out there to the world and saying, hey, you can change yourself too. So now you are changing your world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Again, we, 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 we both said it earlier. Uh, the only person we can change is ourselves. Yes. So if you don't like what you see outside, the only thing you can work on is what's inside. Yes. As above, so below, as within, so without. Yeah. Um, just, just ancient truths. Um, but it can be so trite and become so cliche, you know, people are like, what, is that? what do I do with that? I don't know what that means, but yeah, you know, I yeah. find that, you know, gratitude, meditation, feeling your feelings, uh, being creative, uh, having means of expression, having community are all the ways that we can feel better inside and have life mirror that back to us. Yes. Yeah. Well, who was it that said that we are just, we are just mirrors for the, for the universe, and it's like whatever, so whatever we take in, we reflect back kind yeah. of thing. And so it's right. And so if like if we're working on ourselves, then we're going to be reflecting back our better perception even yeah. of, of the world around us. Yeah. And even go to, to take it to the spiritual and religious sense. If we're, we're all made in the image of God, well, would, would, would an all-powerful God choose? I'm going to make all these sort of broken things that just stumble yeah. around and, yeah. can, you know, they can't do anything on their own. You know, they're just weak and useless. And like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. It, but but meanwhile, that God has, you know, written into us the 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 power of His own Majesty. Then, right? If if yeah. if we're going to look at if we're going to say it's an external God or an internal, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Then if we're in the image of God, then we have the capabilities of God. <laughs> then ultimately, right. to create things that are better than what they were intended to be or how they turned out. We can transform uh, the, we can transform our, our ancestors, you know, trauma into something beautiful, maybe for that matter, anything yeah. is possible. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it really is. And it's, and you know, again, there, they can be seem so cliche, but when you sit with, with a truth like that, and we, we are in a world in a universe of infinite possibilities and, but if our, our limited thinking, what we've been taught, you know, via media, via teachings, via our parents, and we, we're in this so limited yeah. space of what we're possible. And again, that's yeah. what I find that the, the joy of the journey, discovering, you know, that I can make it up Kilimanjaro, discovering that I can meditate for now, discovering all the, oh, I, all these things I thought I couldn't do, you know, discovering that life is freaking wonderful and that life actually loves me. This, this thing I thought was a plague at times in my life. Um, you know, we're, we are marvelous freaking beings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a fantastic place to just end the interview portion of this. Thank you, Andy, for joining me today. Oh my goodness. Where can people find you on the big, massive, wide internet world? <laughs> cool. So, uh, my main site is the Um, you'll find information of books, coaching, Akasha record readings, the podcasts, and also just search for real men feel on any podcast platform, whatever your favorite place is. you'll find over 136 shows, uh, been doing it a couple of years. Uh, we're also on YouTube. If you like to watch, we're available there. Nice. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for joining me today. This was uh, actually, this is probably, I think this is one of the best conversations I've had in quite a while, actually, just in regards to uh, hearing somebody else's story. And 
and like I've said, I, I love your work. I really do. I just, I love the title. I love what you're doing. I love that you're so open and willing to go to those uncomfortable places because that's that's something I'm learning too, right? Mm-hmm. And we we all have to learn to to get there and to be okay with those things. So it's, yep. And let me be clear, like I don't always love it. No, <laughs> but no, I'm glad I'm doing yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it yeah. it doesn't mean it's always good. It yeah. means it, it's difficult at times. And but I mean, yeah, I well, like you know, we we have to have the lows to have the highs. We have to. It, people might not like hearing that, but I mean, it's true. Like you can't, if you don't have the one, you don't know what the other is for that matter. So it's, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for inviting me on. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, uh, I love what you're doing and, and look forward to where, where you go with your show. Great. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thanks again for joining me. And like I always say on every episode of Think Spiritual, when I remember to say it, is <laughs> you can change yourself and that will ultimately change your world. We'll see you again on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcast.